are live for episode 100 of Radio Trivia. And uh, this is a special episode because we have multiple people on. We got uh, Johnny from RFN and hey. podcast. We got Neil Ronahan, overlord of the website. That is correct. And and Zach, who, uh, what are you from now? Is it connectivity? Are you always on connectivity? Are you standard? I'm always on at least one segment of connectivity. All right, very good then. Well, uh, this is, as I mentioned, episode 100, so we wanted to do something a little special. Uh, technically, we've probably had more than 100 actual entries, but uh, this is the official episode 100. So we're going to do uh, a look back at the last 50 episodes. It's going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> we will reminisce over each individual episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've asked each <laughs> co-host here to uh, to choose two games from the last 50 episodes. So that's episodes uh, 50 through 99 inclusive. And... Uh, and so that's eight games. The format's going to be a little different. Uh, I'm going to only choose two songs from each game. And uh, instead of having a question between the second and third song, we'll have a uh, Jeopardy round for each game. So I'll give the answer, and then uh, the, the uh, contestants here will buzz in and give the question. Uh, it's Jeopardy. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't be anal about if you phrase it as a question, but do your best. Uh, with that, I think we should just go on to the first uh, game here, since uh, this could be a long Yay. episode. Yay. And the first one is uh, from Zach. My hey. body is ready.
I have to say, uh, I just had a real retro moment here. I busted out <laughs> Notepad to write down names to keep score. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, so, uh, good times. <laughs> oh, my. All right, let's go on to the next song. just goes on like that (laughs) (laughs) all right well this was a request from zach does anyone else uh, know what game this is i've definitely played it but i can't place it yeah the first song's so familiar it's i want to say it's it might be like a konami game for nes i feel like it might be uh one of the turtles games neil's Mm. closer we're both equally close because yeah, so. Konami made <laughs> yeah. the Turtles games for NES. I think it's the first <laughs> Turtles game. <clears throat> All right, Zach, Zach, why don't you tell the folks what it is? It's Battletoads. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Great game. Yeah, that makes so hard. Sense. I hate that game. <laughs> I do too. So. I absolutely fucking hate that game. I know why the second song doesn't feel that familiar. Probably because it's from later in the game. Yeah, because I could never get past that that freaking like level where you're on the jet ski thing and yeah that's just the end of about, the game as far as i know the, the one the one thing that i do love about that game <laughs> and typ you'll, you'll have to find this but the pause music when you hit pause it just has this ridiculous like bass thumping just this just this like that just repeats and repeats and repeats it's it's one of it's probably my favorite pause music ever okay <laughs> yeah, I, I remember playing this once with Ty Sugar. He was showing me the game, and it's like I, I'm not that crazy about brawlers. And then he, we got to like the that jet level, that bike level. I'm like, you know, what the hell? I mean, what what is this? Well, that's this the thing evil. about it. It's it's only about maybe a third of the levels are brawler levels. The rest are vehicle or mazes. And uh, yeah, man, you have to be like pixel perfect on your jumps, and you're avoiding barriers and it's it's a crazy hard game but it was one of the only ones i had when i was that age whenever it came out so i just played the fuck out of that game and i got really really far uh for all intents and purposes that that game only has three stages yeah (laughs) 
Yep. I enjoyed those three stages the many times I played them. Hey, the snake level is awesome, man. <laughs> I've never seen the snake levels. Yeah. I wonder if Greg likes this. I mean, this is a really hard game, famously hard game. I wonder if Greg likes this game. I don't know if it's his kind of know. They, 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 Brawlers are so repetitive, you know, that I find them to be pretty monotonous, actually. But, and but this one has such funny ways of yeah. killing people. I mean, I mean that's, <laughs> that's really what does it for me with Brawlers, is kind of like the charm to it. Like, I know TYP, you and I played uh, Turtles in Time yeah. at, uh, at PAX East, and that's yeah. that, I love that game, and I'll... I'll, I won't really defend it as far as like I, it's not like there's a lot of variety in that game. I just like the turtles. Like, <laughs> right. It's a good character delivery device. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like brawlers. As long as they're not too convoluted. Like, I mean, like for example, turtles in time, and for some parts of Battletoads, it also holds up. Where just like as long as you know the combat's competent and not unfair. If you're if you're into the the, the scene or you're into playing that with friends, then it's a great mm -hmm. time. But for the yeah. most part, brawlers are just monotonous and repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the 3D brawlers generally, like, overhead 3D, it just doesn't have as much character. Maybe I'm biased. But it seems like the sprite-based ones just, uh, things pop yeah. out more. Yeah. And, uh, some of the Mad World recent... has a lot of character, but it's still really repetitive and monotonous. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, the, the remake of Turtles in Time is kind of, uh, soulless by comparison to the original. Yeah. It's, it's very, very true. I remember you and I were both very excited for that, Zach, and I recall, I think we were recording newscast or something, and we just, like, were depressed because yeah. we played through it, and we were like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a question here, so uh, I'm going to read this off, or, sorry, try that again. I have an answer here, yeah. and uh, oh. I'm going to read that off, and you have to give me the question. So, um, Don't answer until he calls on you. Yeah, don't it? So, for folks listening at home, they're, they're buzzing in using uh, Skype instant messaging. So, it'll be hard for you to tell, uh, but I'll say who, who was first. Okay, here we go. The composer of this game, he shared his name with the co-author of the related children's television show pilot. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bending your minds here. Are we supposed to name the pilot or the person? The they have the same name. Oh, I see. <laughs> the no, the composer and the author have the same. Dear Lord, I got this nothing. isn't going to go well, is it? I used to know right. more rare composers, but I I've forgotten their names. Okay, now. Neil. Well, I mean, if it's the the composer, would it be who are the Stamper Brothers? No. No. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think of something associated with rare that might have two people with the same name. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to call time on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, who is David Wise? Oh yeah, that's the name I couldn't think of. Yeah, who is David Wise? And what was the other name? <laughs> David Wise. Okay. Who is David? So there were two different there, David Wises. There are two different David Wises. One composed the Battletoads music, and the other one, just by happenstance, was one of the co-authors of the television show pilot Battletoads. That, uh, I guess oh, never the went TV show. That was yeah. so shitty. Gotcha. Well, when you have characters' names like Rash, Zitz, and like Pimple or whatever, <laughs> I don't think you can really have a great show. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is going to go well at this rate. You don't understand <laughs> You don't understand my answers. <laughs> great. Awesome. All right. Let's go on to the, uh, the second game then. Oi. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. Well, that was the first song. Um, since there is no nothing to say right now, we'll just go on to the second song. I'm confused. Are, are you okay, Johnny? <laughs> no. Well, this was another Zach request. Does anyone, does anyone else know uh, what game this is? Based on, <clears throat> based more on Zach than on the music, I'm going to guess Piano Three. <laughs> I'm not an ass man. Uh, you're thinking of Billy Johnny. <laughs> oh, sorry. he he was obsessed with that game, or at least I, I actually. Uh, it's a fun game. It's I, a stupid character. I actually didn't know what game that was either because he picked totally uh, innocuous songs. I expected something like do 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 do. Oh, let's tap. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah. Nice. I, I guess someone has played this then. Neil, have you played this game? Um, I I, I reviewed it. Uh, let's tap. You know, future tapping game or choose your tapping game. It's actually choose your tapping game, but I I, I like to both. believe it's. No. It sounds like future. I, I think it's at first the time it's choose your tapping game. And then I think later it becomes future tapping game. I, I think don't they think change it. it. Yeah, you gotta. I could be. You gotta wrong. wait for the children to come in. The children. <laughs> this was. Um, I, I may have talked about this on some podcast at some point, but this was one of the games that uh, there were two consecutive weeks where I was hanging out with friends at their college apartment, and I got drunk and went to Walmart and bought games, and I got Boombox Bash Party, <laughs> and then the next week I got this, and those were great nights. So, so is this game actually any good? Because I, I really, I've heard a lot about it in terms of like talking about penguins and shit. Dude, but... I like it. I think it's, I think it's cute. I don't. I think it's, it's interesting. Like, I wouldn't say like if you were to ask me like, oh, is that, is that a really great game? Do I need to go out and get it? Like, if 
for the most part, no. But if you just want to see something really wacky and fun, it's got to be five dollars. Like th this would be it, because that's the thing is that like it's it's not like any of the any of the one any any single game is going to give you hours of enjoyment. No. But I think there's like six or seven, and they're all just really like weird and interesting. There's like a Donkey Konga type game that's really pretty good. Yeah, there's there's a yeah, shooter, there's a, a vertical, a horizontal shooter. Yeah, that's like kind of <laughs> like Asteroids, but you can play it with four people. I always felt like that, like Let's Tap should be twenty or thirty dollars, or it was. Or, yeah. or maybe just a download. <laughs> well, I guess it didn't take too long, but I remember at one point I came close to buying it, but it was it was too much at the time. Yeah, I would say that thirty dollars is still kind of much, but I'm pretty sure that's what it launched for. You could probably find it for like ten or fifteen now. I got I got mine. It was a like a Best Buy exclusive version, but it was. Oh, you got the box? No, it didn't. Oh yeah, it did the have a box. box. Sorry, yeah, it did have like a Kleenex box. That was folded up yeah. inside. <laughs> yes, I remember this. <laughs> and uh, and that uh, didn't really work too well for tapping. Actually, it was too small. I needed something bigger to put the controller on. So. <laughs> so is it like the Donkey Kong bongos, where you just wind up like slamming the side of the bongos instead of like? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, like you're supposed to. What what I ended <laughs> up doing was putting the controller on a uh, the bottom of a big Kleenex box, and then you just tap the cardboard. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You, you tap it light, medium, hard, or actually, I think that's it. Um, and then you can yeah. kind of do a drum roll uh, to yep. uh, to that's like a held note. I see. So if the Donkey Kong bongos had been supported on Wii, they probably would have just used that. Yeah, I would hope so. They could have. Yeah. Uh, but the Donkey Kong bongos are supported on oh, Wii true. at least at least for a few more weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until they take one of the GameCubes out. All right, let's ask the question here, which uh, you sort of already touched on, but um, here we are. Sorry, the answer. This is Jeopardy. Uh, when played single player, this mode resembles a traditional side-scrolling shooter. Oh, crap. I don't remember the name of it. Man, I don't remember the name of that. Shit. You have the internets. Well, we don't have the internets of five seconds. We're not supposed to be looking up the answers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. If everyone on Jeopardy had an iPad, it would be pretty easy. Then you'll hear us tapping <laughs> yeah. away. Tap, tap, tap. No, so you guys are drawing a blank here. Wow. Yeah, horizontal this tap is gonna, shooter. This is really not going to go well. If I, I expected <laughs> you guys to be looking things up. I didn't. Um, I should have made them easier. All yeah, right, well, time. You should have. <laughs> is it like bubble shooter or something like that? Do you, uh, let me ask you, Mike. Do you look things up on Jeopardy? <laughs> no, but I didn't think this was like. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you were being that strict. Okay. All right. Well, Neil was close. It's what is Bubble Voyager? Oh, okay. Uh, Bubble yeah. Voyager. Mm, that's good. With Captain Janeway. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Bubble. <laughs> See, there you go, Johnny. Yes. Seven of nine. All right, not <laughs> not uh, Vanessa, whatever her name is. Oh dear. <laughs> I apologize to the listeners out there who. <laughs> who are bored by this Jeopardy contest? <laughs> I'm bored by it. All right, they're listening. They're listening to good music. That's yeah, <laughs> that's what radio trivia is all about. We're gonna go on to Johnny's first request here. <laughs> oh, good. Yay.
classic. That's my jam. So friggin' good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Johnny and Zach actually uh, <laughs> requested this one. I so uh, the only one who's maybe scratching his head is Neil. <laughs> it's familiar, but I can't think of exactly what it is. play that one you're welcome uh, internet <laughs> neil you know what the game is right it's a mega man game right <laughs> Don't you just- wow <laughs> it's ducktales oh god you, you know why because i've never actually played ducktales what? And, and the music sounds very much like mega man it's probably oh, it the does, same composer yeah. actually I'm not surprised it's DuckTales, but it's just I haven't really spent that much time with the game or its music. Well, I think you know what you're doing at the next PAX East in the retro (laughs) gaming room. Well, actually, I got a copy of it like a flea market, but it doesn't work. (sighs) I was very, very pissed off. DuckTales is one of my all-time favorite games. All-time. I was all excited. I got it for like five bucks at a flea market and then brought it home and put it in the system, and it was broken. You bought a cartridge. Yes. Oh, that's a shame. Well, this was famously used at the PAX East uh, Radio Free Nintendo panel as well. Oh, that's the the moon song, isn't it? Yeah. 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 One of the great pieces of video game music, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun game. I remember actually watching a friend play this. I've never played it myself, but... Uh, so, you go to various sectors looking for treasure, right? Yep. I mean, that's that's the basic premise, and you're Scrooge McDuck, and you got, like, a pogo stick cane thing going on, right? Yep. Well, it can be used as a golf club yep. or as a pogo stick. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, it's a projectile weapon? No. No, you can whack things with it. Uh, yeah, you yeah. actually can't even attack, directly attack enemies. You can either... Um, you can either like swing swing at a rock to shoot a rock into an enemy, or you can pogo on top of its head. Wow, that's that's a very interesting uh, mechanic there. Yes. 
Well, yes. um, I don't know how much there is to say about this. I mean, people love it. Um, I will is, say, is there, isn't there a Game Boy version of this? I have the Game Boy version. It's the same thing. There is a sequel that I, that's very obscure, and I've never played it, unfortunately. I would love to. Notoriously low print run. I think it came oh, yeah. out, like, after Super Nintendo was well out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would love to play DuckTales 2. Uh, yeah, I'm never going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, maybe, maybe at PAX East. Yeah, maybe at PAX East. That'd be amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I just want to say that the second song we heard was from the moon level, which is probably my favorite level in the game. Although it's very tricky to navigate, but um, you end up uh, the you, the boss of that level is you fight a giant rat uh, to win back the piece of cheese that the moon is made of, <laughs> which is really? a treasure apparently, and. Um, the music for that level uh, is very similar to, and probably inspired the soundtrack to VVVVVV. So oh, if really? you liked yeah. that music, look out for VVVVVV. It is on Steam now, and it's coming to 3DS as a download later this year. I am so excited for that, with new levels and stuff, too. Yeah, I'm going to get that on 3DS. Yeah, and the, so- the soundtrack for that game is sublime, and you're going to yep. love it. You're going to love the whole game, but especially the music. Moon Level also has Gizmo Duck. I love Gizmo <laughs> Duck. Yeah, he does show up, sort of, doesn't he? He, he blows he blows up the uh, base for you so you can get in. Uh. All right, well, here's your question, folks. Maybe you can answer this one. <laughs> Maybe. This accessory is what Scrooge McDuck wears if you earn the best of the three endings in the game. Damn. I didn't know there was more than one ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Zach. A crown? Yes, it's a uh, crown. Someone finally. I think this is, yeah, I think uh, it's a little known feature about this game is there are actually three endings. It's very hard to get yeah. the bad ending or the good ending. You have to get all the treasures that are hidden in each level. And I think you have to get over a certain amount of money, too. Oh, maybe right, so. yeah. Um, and if you manage to win the game with zero dollars, and I, I think the only way you can do that is by spending money for health, and when you have just the right amount, like, a, like what is it, like three million, uh, multiple of three million dollars. Um, but if you spend it all, the bad thing is, that, like it says, like, Scrooge McDuck lost his fortune, you know, hunting for the, uh, the treasures or something Oh yeah, like a fake that. newspaper comes up. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I knew the I knew the newspaper part because I beat it with the normal ending. I thought it was the only ending. I'm I'm kind of shocked to hear this. I I don't think many people stumbled upon either the really good ending or the yeah. or the bad ending. That's amazing. But it, it it exists. Yeah. There's only one part of that game that's bad, and that's when you're in the jungle level and you're trying like hell to grab onto uh, the helicopter's rope. Yeah. Because because it doesn't work half the time and you die. Yeah. E. Collision detection, yay. (laughs) All right, well, uh, DuckTales, everyone. A (laughs) woo. I have that on my Netflix queue, actually. The DuckTales movie is really good. Yeah, it is. The genie is really good. Oh, man. They got Christopher Lloyd as the villain, and I, I loved that movie as a kid. Thank you. 
my secret favorite song from this game. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, this is a Johnny request, so uh, Zach or Neil, any ideas? I recognize the first song, especially yeah. the melody that's going through it. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I own this game. <laughs> I hope you do. You very likely do. <laughs> oh, it's it? very familiar. I, I, can't, I can't put my finger on it. I suck at radio trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you did a nice job of, of choosing the songs on this one. In fact, oh, the, the second you. one there sound, sounded, I'd never thought of this before, but it sounded a lot like something you'd hear in Secret of Mana. Huh. Yeah, it kind of does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Some of the same instrumentation, actually, even though they're two console generations apart. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a clue. <laughs> yes. This is uh, this is Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, wow. see, I kind of thought it might have been, but that second song, I was like, I have never heard this piece before. <laughs> I knew it was something with an island theme, but yeah. that's, that's yeah. all I could deduce. Yeah, that, that second song only plays in a few spots, like where you're in one of those like weird warp room type areas. That it's not like the, the one with the Mario theme. It's like a bottle with water oh, in it. And you're like swimming shit, around. Yeah. yeah. I've been meaning to replay this game lately. It's a good game. It gets a it gets a lot of undeserved hate. It's a great game, actually. Yeah. I, think. I mean, I played it probably I don't know a couple months after it came out, but I just haven't really played it in years. And yeah. I mean, with all the GameCube 10th anniversary stuff, it's just. It's one of those games that I've really wanted to replay from the GameCube era. Well, Johnny's probably in the same boat, but I've never played this game in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so, for those unaware, for uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Billy imported like a crap ton of copies of this, like 15, like for everyone on the staff. We all got our GameCubes modded to, to play Japanese games. I think I'd already done mine before, but anyway, we... Like we all imported and wrote impressions of this game, 
And so I have never played it with the English translation. I don't know if I'm really missing anything, but... Uh, Something's telling me no. Yeah, probably not. Well, not only did we all write impressions, we all collaborated on a walkthrough, an FAQ that's oh, up that's on right. GameFAQs. Oh, that's wow. right, Bloodworth, Daniel Bloodworth uh, did a really awesome job of coordinating a, a walkthrough that you can use to this day to collect all the blue coins. You need that shit. Yeah. I, I wrote a lot of the stuff about um, how to do like all the controls, and, and I wrote the walkthrough for the town itself. Oh, sweet. Uh, and then other people wrote them for various other levels. Um, yeah, if you if you go to GameFAQs and search for Super Mario Sunshine, we're about halfway down the list of, uh, of FAQs. <laughs> and uh, at that one time, we were definitely one of the first ones posted. Let's see. Uh, September 8th, 2002. Or is that the last time wow, it was updated? Wow, that game updated? is old. I can't tell if that's... No, that would have been the last time it was updated. Oh, because, oh okay. yeah, we started writing this. I think it came out in June. And, yeah, because uh, it came out in August 2002 in yeah. North America. It's version 3.9. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, we pretty kept high. adding to it. Yeah, we did. We added a lot of stuff to it. We actually added the all the English names after the uh, English version came out. But I was in charge of, of uh, uploading all that stuff to GameFAQs and uh, putting it all together. And uh, man, it was a big production. It's up on our website too, but it's probably easier to find at GameFAQs, <laughs> quite honestly. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got 120 in this game, but it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears more than the other Mario games. I never could be bothered. Yeah. I, got, I mean, I had like over 100, but the, you know, just the, all the blue coins, I was like, I don't care. I the ending's not me. really worth it. Nah, nah. As it isn't in any Mario game. <laughs> I was th- recently thinking what a mind trip it would be if Nintendo announced their first Mario game for Wii U would be Super Mario Sunshine 2. Just to follow up on Luigi's Mansion 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how pissed off would people be? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be I would love it though. I think it's a I think it's a game that would benefit from revisiting and refining a little I, bit. I really it's one of those games I just don't know why it got so much like aftermarket hate. Yoshi was on a timer, for one thing. People are... I don't know. It wasn't what people wanted, I guess. That's all I can figure. It's an amazing game. I mean, it has issues, but it's an amazing game. It has really fun playground areas yes. to just fool around in. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, it really is the pinnacle of that Mario 64 design. Um, like, especially the the one that takes place in the theme park. Oh, There's yeah. a bunch of crap to just fool around with, like the ship swinging side to side. Yeah, man, I want to replay this game. It's just a lot of cool little things to fool around with. All right, well, here's your question, guys. Or your, damn it, here's your answer. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the sung chorus and slogan heard in the U.S. TV commercial for this game. Damn it. Okay, Johnny. What is clean is better than dirty? Yes. I think oh. the second half of that is and dirty's, dirty's mean, meaner. Is it better or dirty's meaner than clean? I I couldn't make out the second part. <laughs> Who knows? It's, it's one of the worst better. commercials. <laughs> like it's it's try it's meant to be ironic, but it yeah. does it's not produced well enough that you can actually tell that it's not earnest. It's one of the strangest marketing fuck ups I've ever seen. It's just <laughs> truly bizarre. Um, I, I get what they were going for, but they didn't ham it up enough to let people know that this was meant, you know, ironically. I think that's one thing 
that people lose sight of with Nintendo is that luckily around the Wii, they finally learned how to market because it's just the GameCube. It's just like, what the hell were they doing? Yeah. I was 12 and could tell that there were issues. Yeah. They needed to put out more VHS videos for the GameCube. <laughs> That's right. Work for the N64. Hey, I still have some of those Cube Club DVDs in my room. For what it's worth. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Or, or it says, this is not a GameCube disc. In the, yeah, in the square uh, disc sleeve, you know? This, yeah, the disc sleeve that looks like a little purple GameCube. Yeah. Only flat. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Clean is better than dirty. <laughs> Dirty's meaner than clean. Yeah. All right, let's go on. Uh, Sounds awful. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, your, your selections are up next. that game <laughs> that's why you picked it Neil yeah I know sentimental attachment The music befits the name of this game. It sounds so different from what I would think of by the name of the game. Hmm. Anyone know what game this is besides Neil? It no. It, it sounds kind of familiar, but I'm not sure that I've played this. 
I haven't either. Zach? I don't think Katrap's been on the show no, yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, um this is this is another mildly obscure puzzle game that I'm a big fan of. Uh, this is Wario's Woods. Oh. For I've the NES. never played it. I, I know there's a Super Nintendo version, never played it. Um Actually, this is this is one of the games that I guess could be mildly responsible for why I'm into video games because, uh, actually, staff programmer Joe Patnick, um, he, I've known him since grade school, and he had this game, and I went over his house when we were like in second grade. And he was like, "Let's play Wario's Woods," and then he proceeded to beat the ever-loving shit out of me at this game because <laughs> it just like it was like the game that he owned for NES, and he was he's a, he's still a pro at it. I believe Wario's Woods was the last game released uh, by Nintendo for the NES. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I've never played this game either. It's one of those games I hear about, but I'm not sure it's for me. I don't know. I mean, it's a puzzle game, which I'm kind of iffy on, too. So you think this is one of the better Nintendo puzzle games? I don't know if I'd say it's one of the better. I mean, I, like I would definitely say there's a heavy bit of nostalgia mm. for me liking this game. I mean, how it works is that you control Toad, not Wario. Wario is the villain, and he's oddly very purple. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the NES will do that to you. And and basically, like you'll start off with like some like I guess enemies on the bottom, and you need to line up similar colored enemies to like crystals and bombs that will then blow up those colored enemies in a line. But the way you manipulate everything is that you're controlling Toad, like, moving around the, the playing field and picking up things and moving them around. And there's bosses, uh. there's bosses as well where you need to, like, you know, place, you know, like, you need, basically need to, like, set off chains around the boss as they appear on screen. And Birdo also appears in it as well. Yeah, it's like, is she, like, the first enemy you encounter or something? Well, no, Birdo's actually, uh, she, she, she it, he... It. he is uh is a, is like a hero in this game because what'll happen is that like there's very pleasant music and then you know like basically things that will help you will drop down and that's when Birdo's up at the top screen and then Birdo will be replaced by Wario and then bad things will start falling down. Oh, because I thought that was like kind of like a mean bean machine where there's like a different enemy you're facing. No, okay. you, you're you're basically just going through levels. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen the end of it, but it's it's a pretty long game and there's two different modes. There's basically one with bosses and one without. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, here's a question for you guys. So, this Super Nintendo spinoff also featured Wario as the main villain, but was only released in Japan. Neil? What is Mario and Wario? Yes. Mm. Yay. I've heard the name, but I don't know. That's the one where it's like Mario has something on, like he wears a bucket. Yeah, it's either Mario, Luigi, <laughs> or the princess, and I think they're different speeds for it's like the difficulty level. I may have three ah, okay. characters wrong, but the concept of that game is that you're using the mouse, you're using the Super Nintendo mouse, and it's kind of like uh, March of the Minis, where you're kind of enabling or disabling blocks that you can toggle on or off to create platforms, and you have to maneuver them through the level. You have to maneuver them through the level, so it's very, you know, yeah. Uh, the Donkey Kong guys over there really, NST really stole the idea. Uh, they stole it from Krusty's Fun House. Thank you very much. No, this is a little different because Krusty, you picked up blocks and, and placed them. It's sad that I know that. I played Krusty's Super Fun House. <laughs> <laughs> I own that game, actually. Krusty is good. It's quite good. It's good for the first two levels, then it gets really freaking hard, and I can't play it anymore. It does get hard, but. Anyway, this game was developed by Game Freak, which uh, I didn't <laughs> know until I looked this up. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So this might be like their first game on a Nintendo platform. They do other things? Yeah, because they did Pulseman before it. They, well, that I was think. Genesis, yeah. Yeah. There's like a reference to this game in one of the Pokemon games where it says, there's a man with a bucket over his head or, or something, and you like look at a TV. It just sort of is an obscure reference oh. to it. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never know. Like, I actually, I think I vaguely remember that from a Pokemon game. Remembering being like, "What the hell? That's that's clever." I love the idea of Game Freak employees sort of held hostage in the Pokemon Castle, and they're like sneaking out these messages <laughs> about their other past games to the fans, and be like, "Oh, please let us make something different." Drill Dozer must return. Well, the really weird part is that game was only released in Japan. I don't know why, but it was. It really cool use of the Super Nintendo mouse. And, and uh, I've played it before via emulation, so uh, I know that there really is not a uh, localization issue. So um, I don't know why it didn't come out. It, should, it really should be one of those games that should come out as a uh, as an import. They should uh, use the Wii... Uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who Wouldn't it be nice, though, if Drill Dozer were one of the ambassador Game Boy Advance games? Well, uh, yeah, that's Wario's Woods and Mario and Wario. Two very interesting Yay. games.
Yo, that was awesome. Hmm. That was awesome. I love that music. Sounds like one of them are art style games. Hmm. Arr. We'll see. this johnny yes i did do you know what it is zach i've never i've played this game but i can't i can't figure out what it is ah oh, johnny based, based on the fact this is neil i'm gonna say excitebox oh no no neil, what is it no. although i did think of picking excitebox for my second one 
but this is actually Bit Trip Runner. Ah, oh. yes. And uh, the second song is from the uh, the, the chiptune band Anamanaguchi. Yep. Mm. They also did the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was not that far off with art style. No, you weren't. Yeah, yeah. No, when I heard you say art style, I was like, you're, you're so close. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have talked about Bit Trip Runner a lot already on on other podcasts, but what is it that makes it so good? I've I've never played the game actually. It's like, it's. I mean, like how the Bit Trip games all have those those kind of retro themes. Yeah, I don't I don't like the Atari look. Pong like <laughs> and stuff like that. This one is like a platformer. And I just found it, like, hypnotic, beautiful, wonderful. It was really, I mean, I generally like all the Bit Trip games, but this one is far and away the best, in my opinion. And they're making a sequel, too, although it's not coming to Wii or 3DS, although it might come to Wii U. That's a, that's a scoop that we had on uh, NintendoReport.com. Plug that site, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a reason that Runner is the one getting a sequel. Yeah, there is. Don't you think it might cheapen the whole experience, though? I mean, if there's no. another one like it? No? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. 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 Okay. All right, then. Well, um, <laughs> uh, if you have nothing else to add to this conversation, I guess I'll just ask the question. <laughs> Bitcher Runner is amazing. If you have no interest in Saga or Complete, at least get on WiiWare and, and pick up Runner. I think it's $8.00. Maybe. I, yeah, I think it's eight. I think that was the one where it went up from six to eight. I it, think. Yeah, it, w- it was one of my top games of the year last year. It's it's yep, amazing. Absolutely amazing game. And there's probably a demo. Well, I guess the demo is probably not on there anymore. But at one point there was a demo you could have tried. I think it's on. Is it on Steam? It might be. No. Okay. No, surprisingly, okay. it would be it would work well as a as an iPhone game or a Steam game, but uh, yeah. but no, it's it's only on Wii and now 3DS. Yeah, TYP. I don't even really feel like saying that much more about it. I I think you would probably enjoy it. It's very good. Yes. Alrighty then. Well, then here's your question. Your aunt. Yeah, I'm never gonna learn this Jeopardy <laughs> thing right. Is <laughs> your answer? Damn it. <laughs> This is what your character exclaims to signify your slick gaming skills unlocked an extra area. I see Johnny. Damn it. Yeah, Johnny got it first. Okay. Johnny, what is it? I think he says get bonus. You, Neil. Oh, no, no, no. I know what it is. He says, yeah, it's what the character explains. He, doesn't he exclaim, uh, bonus get? Yes, it's bonus uh, get. <laughs> yes, I was thinking sin and punishment says get yeah, bonus. Sin and punishment says get. <laughs> you, no, oh. you confused me, Johnny, because that's what I was going to say. And then I was like, wait a minute, he got it wrong? <laughs> oh, very good. Now we're, at, now we're talking action here. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a bizarre tieback to an earlier game we had, Super Mario Sunshine. That's yeah. right. I remember, I remember when I saw that when I was playing Bit Trip Runner, I, I laughed very, very hard. <laughs> and I think, I, I think I, Johnny, you may have been there. I, I believe I, I remember talking to uh, Alex Noisy from the, the developer behind these games, and I asked him, I was like, is that a reference to Shine Get? And he was like, yeah. Well, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Obviously. And of course it was neutered in the English version to just Shine. They didn't yeah. even center the text. They just like... <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd like to think I'd like to think Planet GameCube had something to do with um, Shine Get having a little bit more cultural cachet than it might otherwise have. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, I think I think plenty of Americans know what Shine Get means, even <laughs> if they only played Sunshine in English. Ah, good times. Well, we're down to the last two, and these are my requests, so no one knows what it is. Not that you're playing for points, but uh... now TYP, you're not no one. Man, I've got twenty bucks on this game. Let's go. <laughs>
That was pretty cool. Yeah, I can't think of what it is, but me neither. Definitely sounds neat. I know it. Johnny, what is it? I've I don't I've I can't name it. I've played it. I know it, yeah. but I don't know. I feel it. like I probably have played it too, or at least heard that second song. Well, this is a cave story for WeWare. Oh, See, I, I wondered about that, but it sounded too good. Like it didn't sound. <laughs> the music retro is enough. really good. <laughs> it, I mean, it didn't sound yeah. retro enough. Hmm. I, I I made the proclamation that uh, there was a recent trailer for Cave Story 3D where they had uh, remixed music that basically like just watching that trailer I'm I am totally there day one for Cave Story 3D I I've come to the conclusion. Nice. So Mike did is this the is this the Wii like resampled stuff and I and think it is. Second yeah. question: Did you record this after they fixed it with the patch? I was going to bring this up. Um, yeah. No, this uh. this is the updated music, but it's from before the patch. Oh. And actually, I like the music more from before the patch. Um, it's the, less bassy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after the patch, they added, like, an extra drum track or something that I guess was missing. But yeah. to me, it makes it sound too busy, because I played the whole game with this and this soundtrack. The, and, the uh, sparseness of it, like, how it's missing a track, really befits the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never, the music never bothered me, but then I didn't know what it was supposed to sound like, because I'd never played it before on PC. Right, well, you could have played the with the uh, the classic soundtrack too. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's so different that I like the new one, you know. <laughs> I do too. But I haven't I actually haven't gone back and played it since they patched it. They also patched in GameCube uh, controller support. Hmm. They also oh. patched out the ability to do like the time attack or something until <laughs> until you unlock it. You actually it. beat the game. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. so the, the last song there was from the very end of the game if you do the uh, the subquest to save Curly. Yeah. And uh, I was never able to beat that thing. I- I've gotten close. It's such a bitch. It- it's such a bitch because you have to play through this really difficult section, you know, like five or six minutes to get to the final, final boss. And it's really hard to get there. And there's no save point once you get there. Uh, and the final boss is like four phases. Yeah. And it's like, and, and if, I mean, you better damn well have a uh, a life container to, to use on that thing. I think yeah. I played through the entire game again so that I had a life container to wow. use. Because I <laughs> yes. didn't know about that thing. I still wasn't able to beat it. So yeah, I've, I've beaten that one, but then um, there's an ultimate level where it, it you, you know, you get, when you get the... Um, the jetpack uh, version that lets you shoot sideways and diagonally and everything. Uh-huh. Um, there's a there's a there's a way to unlock a secret ultimate level that is so difficult the creator of the game can barely get through it. <laughs> and there are I mean I'm sure there are videos on the internet of people uh, getting through it, but it's completely insane. And I I can't I mean I I don't think I can get more than like 10% through it. It's so hard. It, it makes you use the jetpack to do totally. In, absurd, you know, challenges, um, and all the enemies there are super powerful, and basically if you get hit, it's almost impassable, it's almost impossible to build yourself back up powerful enough that you can actually complete it, so you almost have to play through it perfectly. Fun. Yeah. It's completely insane. Wow, and I thought the, the thing I got stuck on was hard. Yeah. No, the, the game gets harder, but, trust me. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's like, that, that place is so well hidden, you'd almost have to read a guide to even figure out how to unlock it. Um, That's I, what I found with a lot of the hidden stuff in Cave Story, is that yeah. like, you kind of play through it once, and then you're like, alright, I'll go back to it and try to get the good ending. Mm-hmm. It's a really good game. It's really fun. Yeah, um, yeah it is a good I, game. I don't know if I would pick up the 3D version, just because I've already played the Wii version a couple of times, but 
Yeah, it's it's a great game. If you haven't picked it up yet... It looks really pretty on 3DS. Yeah, go pick it up. It is very pretty. I, I couldn't really hear the music on the sound floor, even though we had headphones uh, at E3, but it, it's a great game. Um, play it in one form or another. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and it's very old school. The game isn't that hard, except for when you're going for these really hard sections. So yeah, That's the thing. You can kind of select your own difficulty, because there, there are multiple paths through it, and there's a lot of optional... Uh, secret areas, and, and and there are different weapons. You can play through it and, and adjust what weapon you get. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as you go through, that's pretty cool too. So uh, here's a here's a question actually on that subject. Oh, sorry, an answer. An answer on that subject. <laughs> a weapon with the secret second ability of bestowing hover. Jonathan, damn it! What is the machine gun? Yes. Uh. Come on, guys. He doesn't even have a good internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, the machine gun. When you when you fire it downwards, the the blast, the recoil of it actually shoots you up into the air. Yeah, um, which, brilliant. It's really yeah, cool. It's it, and it's it's the thing is, it takes a lot of skill to use it. I mean, it, it's not hidden or anything. It's pretty obvious that you can do that. But if you want to use that to actually get around the environments, it takes a lot of skill to do so, especially if you're using it uh, during combat when things are shooting at you. Johnny, you say it's obvious, but I didn't discover this until near the very end of the game. Like, oh, really? I could have done that. So I made the game a lot harder for myself. I didn't have a jetpack, and I didn't oh. have hover because I didn't know about this. Huh. <laughs> I wonder if it's just that maybe I saw it in a video before I got the game, and, and I just, without thinking about it, I just kind of already knew that you could do it. I remember stumbling upon it. Yeah, probably, I, I figured that I mean, out myself. I probably just didn't shoot downward. Yeah, a little while after I got the, the machine gun, I remember like kind of shooting. I was like jumping and shooting down at something, and then I went up and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Gun's got some kick. So right now, uh, the score is tied at two between Johnny, Neil, and no one. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens here. Last game.
think this is a game I picked on everyone's behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, TYP. You're welcome. game has some fun chord progressions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it may not be the best game ever, but it's a really <laughs> awesome game anyway. It's uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn. I just yep. like giving Neil a hard time about that. I like that game, too. Because <laughs> it, it so well, you could say Kirby's Epic Yawn or Kirby's Epic Fail. <laughs> There's neither of those things. I mean, this was a game that I, I, I reviewed it and gave it a mildly controversial 10. Um, mm. And I do not regret it for a second because that was the kind of game where I played it for like 9, 10 hours and just had a big goofy smile on my face throughout the entire game. It was just like endlessly clever. Yeah, it was it was easy, but that didn't really bother me. I just enjoyed the game. I should have stopped after the game was done. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't 100%. It. I got pretty damn close, but basically once... You know, I realized I spent my time with it, and I felt fulfilled. So I unlocked all the levels. Yeah, uh, that's as far I mean, as that, I got. That was the end thing. I didn't do all the the mini game crap. Um, no, and don't. you shouldn't, because it'll ruin the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the mini games are terrible, but um, I got all the treasures and I got all the gold badges or platinum mm-hmm. badges or whatever yeah. they are. Um, it, it, I just 
the game has it it, it it lapses into sections of boredom I think where it's it just there's so little resistance to your progress that you're kind of just going through the motions and you're not really having to try yeah and I don't even necessarily want to be challenged but I want to have to try I feel like it's like one world too long. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really find that to be the case, but I, I think that uh, really it's the the visuals and the music that help carry it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, that's all it's got going for it, really. Well, it, the gameplay isn't bad, it, but it really, yeah. I mean, the, that game would no, nobody would really give a shit about that game if it weren't for the graphics and the music. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a terrible game, but it also would be completely forgettable, and and nobody nobody would really be a fan of it. It would be Starfy. <laughs> if it didn't have the graphics and the music. I, I was going to say that the best Kirby games are not Kirby games. Oh, yes. Very true. Um, I, I can use that to segue into what I was going to say. Um, I actually, uh, before I shipped off our review copy of Kirby's Return to Dreamland to Kirby, or to Kirby, yeah. to Pedro, to Pedro. That's going to be a biased review. It's almost midnight here. I'm getting tired. Um, but I, uh, I, before I sent it to Pedro, I checked burning through it. And like you know, like a, a day over the weekend because I got it in on Friday and sent it out on Monday, um, and I wasn't really that impressed by it. I mean, it's just it's just a Kirby game, and really the most like the best parts about Kirby's Return to Dreamland are the parts where they kind of make it not a Kirby game. Like I don't know if anyone's heard about how there's like almost like a, a Karibo shoe kind of uh, like like a item that you can pick up and like Kirby hops in the shoe. Sweet. But then like you know you don't float and it's more about like more precision platforming than oh so it becomes a platform yeah i see yeah. i mean that's the thing is that like it's weird because of where that game kind of shines is when they restrict kirby yes well that's all that's always been kirby's problem is he's too powerful he's too mobile he's too powerful and the game you know gives you all these powers but they don't actually give you any challenges that you need to think about how you're going to use those powers and a few Kirby games sort of flirt with those ideas, you know, like like reflecting UFO lasers off of things to make them oh, yeah. go through little crevices and get to secret places. That stuff's really cool. I want way more of that in Kirby. Well, that's Kirby's adventure, and that is the best Kirby Kirby game. You're not going to get that from yeah. Return to Dreamland, but it does have it does have a, a, a few uses of that where you know you have to have the right power up to get to whatever secret thing. Yeah, my problem with Kirby is there's always like 10% of the game I think is awesome, and the rest yeah. of it's just really banal. But, I mean, Return to Dreamland, I mean, I, I sound kind of down on it. It's not like it's terrible, it's just it's just Kirby. If that's what you want, go out and get it. If that's not what you want, too bad. So the level design is not any better, even though Sakurai's not <laughs> part of it? I guess maybe it's a little better. I mean, they have all like these hidden energy spheres, which kind of are like... I guess like the, the the coins in New Super Mario Brothers Wii that like are they're hidden throughout all the different levels, but they don't. I mean they unlock like challenge stages and copyability rooms, but it just reaches a point where, as I was burning through it, I was just like I don't even care. There's nothing more I want to unlock. Well, here, there's a question regarding Epic Yarn. Um, I'll bring it back to the subject. Uh, uh, this I said it again, didn't I? I said question. You did. <laughs> I failed Jeopardy, guys. I, I didn't get it right once. Um, here's your answer. This is the delicious treat Kirby was attempting to claim for himself when captured by the villain spell. Rap. Johnny. What is a cake? No, oh. I'm sorry. 
That was the obvious answer. <laughs> Zach! Apple? No, no. Uh, Do you have any answer here? Um, you, know, you gave it a 10 for God's sake. What? What is a pie? Oh, for <laughs> the love of God. It's a tomato or mega tomato. Ah, damn it. Oh, the maximum tomato. Well, apparently it's called a mega mato now. Uh, I, I, what? Yeah. No, it's a maxim tomato. That's, yeah, Fuck I that. know. It's maxim. <laughs> That's what they say in the game. It's a lad rag tomato. In the in the new game, in the in the opening cutscene, I think he's he's eating cake uh, when when a ship crash lands. Well, yeah, cake in Kirby sixty four too. I I got it so. close. It was a red fruit. I think I should get that one. Sorry, Zach. Um, <laughs> so I have prepared a few tiebreaker questions. Uh, a sudden death between Johnny and Neil, who are tied at two points with no one. Um, <laughs> Can Zach steal? No, oh, Zach may oh. not steal. He, he is an in innocent bystander here. <laughs> Zach, sit in the corner and wait for the grown-ups to finish. <laughs> right. It's like every day at my house. <laughs> okay, I was, I, I was a little lazy with these, so uh, they actually are phrases questions. They're not uh, answers. So Then I will answer them with a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer your question with another question, sir. It's going to be the most rhetorical <laughs> trivia round ever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Here, here's the question, guys. Which game is not captured in the list of games used for Radio Trivia Podcast Edition, but was actually used during a Radio Trivia guest feature on Radio Free Nintendo? What? Oh my god. I don't even remember that we did that. We've, done, we've actually done a couple. I, I'll, I'll jog your memory here. We did one at PAX East, and we did one on the live show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Not on a normal episode, right? right. Jack okay. and Daxter. Zach, you can't answer. Oh. <laughs> it's obviously not Jack and Daxter, a Sony-published <laughs> game. <laughs> They can't get it. Can I steal? Johnny. Mother 3? No. Neil, um, any idea? Well, I know, I know, like, Super Smash Brothers was used at PAX East. And DuckTales was obviously on it. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Smash Brothers Melee. No, that's been used on this show, too. The answer is Choniki. Come uh, on, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Of course. It hasn't been used yet? <laughs> no, it is not. Only only on the live show. It's an import game, so normally it's not eligible for Radio Trivia. Unmoving! Well, I guess it, it has been released in America now. So it you, has been released You now. could do that now. We could use it. We could use it in the future. And you we should. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you guys would get that you one. You did Biomiracle Bokuto Upo once. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That's a crazy game. Oh, dude. Freaking babies. It's super baby. Okay, here's the second one I prepared here. All right, the Mario franchise, uh, including spin-offs with Mario or Luigi name, holds the honor of having the most games on the list of games used on Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. That's uh, 32 games, Sheesh. by my count. What is the second most frequent franchise on the list? Uh, uh, yeah, I have Neil. Yeah, Neil. Um, I'll say Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yes, including Link's crossbow training, there are 13. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, 14. <laughs> so you're saying almost almost half the games ever used on this show were either <laughs> Mario or Zelda. Uh, that is not a true statement. I guess that there maybe almost half the episodes have had it. Yeah, oh, that's so. right. That's true. Almost half the episodes. Yeah, there, there are 492 games used. Okay, okay, okay. 
So, but about so then about ten percent have been Mario or Zelda. That's actually not so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that sounds about right. The top three are, are uh, Mario franchise at uh, thirty-two. There's uh, Zelda, including Link's Crossbow Training, is fourteen. I'd say Kirby is Mega third. Man. Mega Man. Oh, really? Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say Mega Man. Me- Mega Man is by my count. Uh, number uh, three at 13. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I did not calculate Kirby. I forgot to calculate that. So let's... I, I would have said Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania is all the... I know, we keep joking about that, but that's down uh, at uh, number five on my wow. count at 10. But l- l- let me let me do a quick search for Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Mega... I, I was thinking it would be Zelda or Mega Man, but I figured Zelda... There have to be a ton of Kirby, because... There are nine Kirby games on my okay. list. Okay. Nine games with Kirby in the name. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. They just need to make Kirby's uh, Dream Course. No, not Dream Course. Kirby, help me out, Neil. I, I love Kirby's Dream Course. The one with the ball where you're rolling around. Kirby's Canvas Curse? There you go, Kirby's Canvas Curse too. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tilt and Tumble. He's a ball on that one too, sort of. Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Pinball Land. There are a lot of games where he's a ball. He is a ball. Yeah, I guess so. Including Kirby's Adventure. He's a ball with feet. Sometimes his feet go away. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I guess that means that uh, our winner is... I forget who answered that last one. Neil. Neil. Yes. <laughs> Neil, thank you. I took home the, the Connectivity Jeopardy crown and now the Radio Trivia crown. I don't know how you got that so many right on Connectivity. That, you know... Uh, if I had been if I'd been on connectivity, I would have destroyed you yeah. guys. I, I had an off night. You gotta come on, one of them, sir. I was I was screaming at my iPod. <laughs> yeah. Did you get the Did you get the Primal Rage one, Johnny? Well, no. <laughs> no, no one would. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone got that. I think my my response to that was succinct. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you everyone for co-hosting here. Um, it was a fun time. It was an honor. Time. Fun times. And uh, maybe we'll do something like this again in the future. This was a, this was a lot of fun. Mike, if, if I can say something before we go. I uh, co-founded Radio Trivia with Evan Birchfield about 10 years ago. And I remember when we first started doing podcasts and you were complaining about how not many people were showing up for live radio trivia and it was a lot of work that you put into it and not many people showed up and it took me a long time to convince you that it could be done as a podcast format and Mm -hmm. you finally went with it and gave it a shot and I think it's been wildly successful I think you've done an amazing job and I want to thank you for keeping this crazy thing going for so long (laughs) it's one of the oldest things on the internet (laughs) Yeah. It's in the it's in the, the, the upper half. It's older than Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Considerably, yes. It's, uh, it's been around. Well thank you for founding this or co founding it. It's almost older than Google too. We uh, to be honest, we cloned it from someone else who was doing it very poorly. If I recall correctly, they were doing like <laughs> the same games every single time. Uh, yeah, it was re- it was really bad. Um, I heard about it, and it was someone I kind of knew, and I don't remember the, I, whatever website it was doesn't exist anymore. But <laughs> um, but I I attended it because someone invited me, and I said, "Oh, this is a really cool idea. You suck at doing it. I'm going to do it better." <laughs> and so we totally rejiggered the rules and picked better games and better music, and we started uh, doing it on our website, and uh, and it's still going strong thanks to Mike Mike Cole. So um, oh, yeah. I really appreciate it, man. And I love listening to it. I love doing it when I can, and I love listening to it, too, when I can't. Thank you. Well, uh, if you love it, you can send me your requests 
at typ.nintendoworldreport.com. I have a bunch of requests, but I'm always happy to get more. Uh, there's also a form in the uh, webpage, so you can uh, click on that link and, and fill out the form to request a game, too. Um, well, you can listen to Johnny on... God, which podcast do you want to plug today, Johnny? Um, <laughs> I, how about uh, Discover Music Project? It's my other podcast about music. Yeah, that's appropriate. Yeah. There you go. Non-game music. Wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, Taylor on recently? Yeah, my old friend Taylor was on. We talked about Van Morrison, and that was—it's a really good episode. I hope people will check that out. All right, and uh, keep watching the website or reading it. <laughs> keep reading the website. Watch it, read it, love it. And uh, well, you know, hopefully you'll tune in next time. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Hola. Battletoads is copyright 1991 Rare. Let's Tap is copyright 2009 Sega Prope. DuckTales is copyright 1990 Capcom, the Walt Disney Company. Super Mario Sunshine is copyright 2002 Nintendo. Wario's Woods is copyright 1994 Nintendo. Bit Drip Runner is copyright 2010 Gaijin Games. Cave Story is copyright 2004-2010 Pixel Nicholas. Kirby's Epic Yarn is copyright 2010 Nintendo. Curse you, Windows 7. What's going on? <laughs> am I, am I, which, which thing am I turning up the volume on right now? Ah. <sighs> What the hell? Diddle, digital HD out? Uh, damn it. What the fuck is this thing doing? <laughs> this is going to be an awesome blooper reel. The composer of this game shared uh, his name with a co-author of a related children's television show pilot. What? I'll read that again. <laughs> The composer of this game, he shared the name. Ah, I'm, I can't read an answer. This is scary. Because I'm used to it being a question. I'm trying to fix it in my head here. <laughs> Let's try this one more time. Damn it. Wow. Uh, Let's see who got it first here. That would be. Uh, yeah, that would be Johnny. Yeah, that would be Johnny. Yeah. So, Johnny? Hello? Johnny? Oh, for fuck's sake. Johnny? Hi. We yes. can't hear him. Hey, okay, it's a okay. to me. No, sorry. No. My <laughs> Skype cut out at the moment that I buzzed in. No shit. <laughs> okay. Is that one bit, that three bits that you uh, 
sent over or something. Yes. Um, okay, Johnny. What is clean is better than dirty? <laughs> 